This is your regional newscast for Friday, February 2nd. I'm Cassie Knust. The Blue Sage Center for the Arts in Paonia will host Rosa Parks in Black History Live on Sunday, February 4th at 2 p.m. KVNF's Taya J sat down with Becky Stone, the actress and storyteller who will be portraying Rosa Parks. Here's Becky. You know, people have called me the mother of the modern civil rights movement. And I am so uncomfortable with that title. It wasn't just me. And I hope that by the time I finish my story today, you will understand how many thousands of people came together to make it happen. Becky Stone is a storyteller and actor. She's portrayed the roles of Polly Murray, Harriet Tubman, and Maya Angelou. Telling the story of Rosa Parks will be the fourth Chautauqua character whose story Becky will tell. Chautauqua is a sharing of history coming alive. You know, the picture we have from our history books or newsreels are not complete. And in doing our research, we do try to get a a full understanding of who they were as people. We costume ourselves and we write our own monologues. We do the research so that we are able to portray the historical characters and speak in their first-person voices and share history. And hopefully history becomes vivid and alive for the listeners. Rosa Parks has been described as soft-spoken and demure. A small woman, she stood at only 5'3", while Becky Stone stands at 6 feet tall and describes herself as outgoing. But despite these differences, Becky has taken care to get to know Rosa. I think the public image of Rosa Parks is uh, one of a self-controlled, demure, soft-spoken person. But in the research that other people have done in writing, I've read quotes from her childhood friends who said, you don't mess with Rosa. She was a civil rights activist long before that incident in 1955. For Becky, telling Rosa's story is an opportunity to bring history to life. It's a chance for me to help us all understand the courage of those people. They did not start the boycott in an effort to end segregation. Their demands were simply to continue with segregated buses, but in the hopes that they would change things enough that Black people could be more comfortable on the bus. And it led to a over a year-long boycott, which marked the end of segregation on public buses. Becky Stone will tell Rosa Parks' story during Black History Live at the Blue Sage Center for the Arts on Sunday, February 4th at 2 p.m. For KVNF, I'm Taya J. On today's Farm Friday, KVNF's Lisa Young reports on the annual Western Slope Soil Health Food and Farm Forum held in Montrose last weekend. This year's Western Slope Soil Health Food and Farm Forum was a sold-out packed event at the Montrose Pavilion. Over 200 farmers and ranchers moved from keynote speakers to breakout sessions while passing numerous tables in the registration area. 
My name is Jessica Lishka. I'm the event coordinator for the Western Colorado Soil Health Food and Farm Forum. We have a busy morning. We've got about 300 attendees already registered. They're in our keynote session with Leslie Allison, the CEO of Western Landowners Alliance. And for the rest of the day, we have um, five concurrent sessions in every room on a range of topics from livestock to soil health to business management, uh, employee management, all sorts of things that appeal to farmers and ranchers. This year's theme, Cultivating a Home on the Range, brought a number of experts on healthy soil, ranching, and farming to the two-day event, which included a local sourced lunch, drone demonstrations, and numerous ag businesses, state agencies, and vendors. Penelope Powell, Executive Director of Valley Food Partnership and Chair for the event, says the value of the annual forum can be found in the power of human connections. I just think it's really important to meet people where they're at and to start building relationships and trust because change does only move at the speed of trust. And so a lot of what at least the Valley Food Partnership and even this conference is about is building those bridges um, so that those relationships and conversations can start to happen. Sitting at her booth filled with numerous packages of seeds is Laura Parker of High Desert Seed and Gardens, Laura, whose business is located in Paonia, was among many ag vendors interested not only in promoting their businesses, but in making connections with other like-minded individuals. We grow regionally adapted seed for high mountain and desert growers. So, and we're building also a network of small seed growers, mostly in the Western Slope. And yeah, we're just really trying to build connections here at the conference and, and uh, yeah, and, and spread awareness about what we do. While much of the time at the conference was spent in breakout sessions, listening to keynote speakers or watching demonstrations, I found one Delta County company more interested in what was going into the trash cans. Erica Sparhawk and Jake DeWolf of CHT Resources, a soil composting business, became inspired to do some on-site recycling and composting during the conference. We've set up composting stations next to all the where any trash can is uh, with some signage to help folks uh, compost their food waste and those compostable products. Um, and you'll see them when you walk around and I, we're definitely diverting a lot of waste. The trash cans are staying pretty empty. Um, so when you have a concerted effort like this, uh, it's amazing the waste that you can divert. Jake says testing took place at their Delta composting site prior to gathering the recyclable products and food waste at the conference. Started with the test we, testing we did out at the facility, and that's just getting into more food waste composting. But the problem with that is you want to know that when you're putting, and a lot of it ends up being, uh, you know, compostable cups like that. So yeah, when you when you do it, you want to know that that's going to actually compost. And so we did the testing, found out the products, these um, eco uh, where eco products would work, and um, so yeah, in that sense, we wanted to try and start doing some of these. More uh, you know, getting behind some more of these events where we can then compost uh, what the uh, waste. So and so, once this is composted, then it can go back on the soil once you get it all through the process. Correct. Yeah, and you know they're just yeah. I mean, basically, it breaks right down into into um, compost, and so yeah, that that stuff can all go right back in. It's all natural. I mean, they all they're made of different stuff. What's this one? Is it like a corn based? Yeah. They just call it bioplastic. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it'll break down. 
The two-day event wrapped up Saturday with a beer and wine reception featuring a tasting provided by a local winery and two local breweries. For KVNF, I'm Lisa Young. This wraps our regional newscast for today. I'm Cassie Knust. Have a great weekend.